This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 487. The four apps you need to manage any project or achieve any goal. Good morning and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down the core fundamentals of what it takes to complete any project, why your current system is possibly distracting you more than it's helping you, and what major changes I have made to my own productivity system that has basically revolutionized how I get things done. Let's get to it. You probably can't hear it in my voice, but I am at the tail end of a pretty brutal science infection. So I'm going to do my best to keep myself uh, fully focused in the episode this week. Uh, my wife is also battling her second bout with COVID. My second daughter has a size infection as well. And my first daughter is somehow avoiding all of this. I don't know how. Uh, needless to say, our family is struggling <laughs> in a number of ways. And our our spring weather, uh, though beautiful on the outside, is uh, kind of stormy here on the inside of our house here in Nashville. Uh, so bear with me this week. I will do my best to uh, to help you as much as I can while also taking frequent breaks to blow my nose a million times in a row. Okay, back to... <laughs> oh, gosh. Ow. Did you hear that one? I just did. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to cut that out because that's disgusting, but uh, oof, that's brutal. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> the process to do anything is basically the same thing. If you master the core fundamentals to achieve one goal, you can literally achieve any goal. Productivity, ambitious achievements, and wild success – well, they're all built on the backbone of the same core principles, and in our world of smart gadgets, basically the same apps as well. So on the podcast this week, I'm going to go in-depth into productivity systems, why your system is most likely failing you, uh, at least in part, and how you can bolster your system based on these fundamentals, the tools, and the apps that ultimately get the job done with additional clarity, simplicity, and hopefully efficiency. So let's dig in and begin with these, uh, I'll call them problems with your current system. These things that likely are holding you back. Uh, they could be bottlenecks. They could be issues with your system you're just totally unaware of. Or maybe you actually do know your system is broken and is struggling and you're just trying to figure out how to fix it. So there are three main problems that I see that relate directly to the content I'm going to dig into this week, especially as it relates to what I'm going to reveal at the end, which is my new productivity or at least project management system. That is a, a tweak on my previous one. Um, if you want to get more of a backstory on the episode this week, the show notes page has links to a few additional episodes that I've done. Uh, the first about Evernote, the second about my switch from Evernote to DevonThink, and then now this episode, the switch from DevonThink to my new system uh, to be revealed very soon. 
in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to go to jeffsanders.com slash 487, uh, that's the show notes page for the episode this week, and you'll see uh, links to those previous episodes, as well as some resources that I'll be sharing here uh, on the show right now. So let's get to uh, these problems I just alluded to with your system. Uh, the first potential problem is you don't have a system to begin with, or at least you're not clear on exactly what your system is, even if you subconsciously do the same things for every project every time. What I have noticed over the years, especially when it comes to uh, the approach to something that you've done before, is that you typically have a system, even if you've never written it down and documented it and you have a checklist to follow, even if those things aren't true at all, you still have a system. There's a habit. There's a way of doing things that you tend to do these things, which is a good thing. Habits are very helpful, especially when they're good habits. However, when it comes to important goals, important projects, meaningful, significant things you're going to spend your time working on and working towards, I think it's extremely valuable to not only have a system, but to document it, to write it down, to be very clear on exactly what you do and why you do it and how you're going to repeat that process over time, because then you have the chance to actually improve upon that system and do it better in the future. Uh, there's a great book, although the name is escaping me, that has to do with building amazing systems. I'll figure it out and put it in the show notes as well. Uh, but there's a book that I read a long time ago about building systems that I think is fundamental to how a lot of us approach doing the same things over and over. Now, this is going to be most applicable to your business and career and work you might do at the office. You can definitely apply these strategies to your home life as well. I have checklists for how I do my household chores. Like It's completely possible you could be checklist crazy and have these things for everything. Systems are amazing, and I'm totally on board with systems for all the things in your life that have significance to you. But that means you have to acknowledge the fact that there's a need for a system and you go build one. If you don't currently have one, I recommend at least thinking through a few core areas of your life where you tend to wing it, right? You tend to just do things on the fly. And man, wouldn't it be easier if you had a most basic of checklists to say, here are the core things I want to do for this current season and the next one as well. Problem number two is that your system is more distracting to you than it is helpful to you. What I tend to see, and I am this is completely a flaw when it comes to the way I approach everything, is I'm just too much. I'm too much with all the things I do. I have too many tools, too many ideas, too many people involved, too many opportunities to pursue, too many tasks to complete, uh, possibly even too much time to do something, so I end up wasting time to accomplish a goal to begin with. Too much is typically too much, right? It, it is more than it needs to be. And most often what is the case is that too much means distraction. Having things that overwhelm your attention and your time and your energy take away from your ability to focus on the few things, very few things that actually make the significant difference you're looking for which I'm going to get to as well with my new system, because one thing that I've done recently is pare down what I do. I have fewer tools, fewer opportunities to pursue, fewer tasks to complete. And the less that's there that's, you know, could grab my attention, the more likely I am to do the few things that are there. 
which ultimately results in more productivity, more accomplishment, more momentum, and more of the things you want getting done and less of your time being spent on things that don't matter. Problem number three, your system may not be built for the way that you work. I just alluded to the idea that I did an episode of the podcast about Evernote. Well, if you don't know the history of me with Evernote, I spent years on this podcast promoting Evernote, being so graciously, wonderfully, just me being generous with my time, saying how awesome Evernote used to be until it died on me and I decided to hate it for the rest of my life, which is why I have an episode of the podcast where I just tear it to pieces. If you currently use Evernote, you definitely want to hear that episode. Um, So for me, Evernote was built for the way that I worked. Then the system changed and no longer became uh, in alignment with where I was. And so I then moved to a new system that was more aligned to how I work. And now my new update is yet even more aligned. That's what you want. Alignment with your strengths and especially your natural habits and tendencies. That way, the tools that you use actually mean something to you because they fit who you are and how you tend to work every day. If the tool you're using feels awkward or clunky or unnatural or distracting, there's too many buttons to click and too much to do, odds are it's going to be a major bottleneck for your success. And so think about that when you think about the kinds of tools you want to use, systems you want to build, checklists you want to create. All of these are based on the idea of not just simplicity, but also customization, that they fit who you are and how you want to work. Having just, you know, kind of delved through these major problem areas of not having systems or them being distracting or not being customized for you, let's kind of shift into those fundamentals I alluded to earlier the core fundamentals of what should exist for any great project or goal for you to be able to make this massive achievement you're looking for. Now, one thing I do in this show is refer to my listeners, that includes you, as high achievers. That's how I viewed myself for many years, and it's how I think that people like us tend to operate, which is we want to achieve things in a big and significant way. And if that's true, It means you have goals and projects to work on, things you're trying to actively get done, but you want to be able to to approach the next project or the current one you're working on with more clarity, with more confidence, and more of, of an ability to say, I know what this thing is, I know what is happening, and I'm ready to go tackle it because I've got a really clear sense of what it means to accomplish any goal, let alone the one you're currently working on. So there are five core fundamentals to any project or goal. Number one is a clear finish line. So you know exactly what you're trying to accomplish and why. The what and the why are the very first two things that should be in place before you do anything. So if you're considering a project, you're debating which one to go you know, and pursue, well, ask and answer those two questions. What is the exact finish line, the exact specific end goal you want, and why does that matter to you? Why is it important? Why is it necessary? Uh, Beyond just my boss told me to do it, it's like, that's fine. In that case, yes, do it. But if it's a voluntary project, the kind of thing where you're debating pros and cons and want to make that decision and be very clear on what, how your time will be spent, well, then knowing exactly what the finish line looks like and why it matters to you will then make every other step a lot easier. 
The second fundamental is to get very clear on all of the steps, A to Z. So ask yourself, how are you going to get from where you are to where you want to be with as much clarity as you can possibly have? Whenever I write my books, I tend to have, I don't know, more than half of my writing time devoted to outlining and brainstorming and being really creative on what the table of contents for the book looks like, because that's the book. That's the whole project. To outline the book from A to Z in a table of contents will give me extraordinary clarity on what to write when it comes time to write the book. The same thing is true if you're going to build a business or start some new major you know, venture you want to get into. When you outline that process from A to Z with a really clear sense of where it starts, where you are now, all the way to what a really great end goal would look like, and all the milestones in between, well, that level of clarity is just incredible. And now that kind of a fundamental is necessary for any major project you're going to pursue. The third fundamental is to get clear on the location. And by location, I mean where the work actually gets done. Your location or environment is the number one factor. This is very important. Number one factor that determines your focus and potential success. Of all the things you could possibly do to guarantee success for any project, it is choose the environment where the work actually gets done. I have ranted on this podcast in the past about you know working out and being sure you go to the gym to exercise because that's where exercise takes place. If you want to read and study, you go to the library. If you want to build your business or pursue some magical personal goal, whatever it is you're doing, I don't care what it is. Choose the location where the actual tangible stuff is being accomplished. When you can pick that environment, choose it wisely, minimize distractions, optimize resources, optimize focus, you've basically guaranteed your success. And that's going to be the best possible outcome for you is to, of course, number one, we know what we're doing and why we're doing it, all the steps to do the actual project, but where the steps take place will actually determine whether those things get done or they don't. Whether they get done or whether they're postponed and delayed and procrastination wins out. Location is extraordinarily important. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
core fundamental number four is to get clarity on your calendar, which is basically asking the question, when will the work get done? Once you know the location of where, we have to know when you're going to go to that location to do the work. So knowing the exact dates and times and recurring dates and times will basically guarantee that on the calendar, this is going to happen and you will build your life around these guaranteed blocks of time. This as a fundamental makes complete sense in theory on paper, but when real life kicks in, this is when things get incredibly messy. I'll use this week as a great example. I just mentioned I have this wicked sinus infection and my life is, you know, I'm struggling. I'm crawling through the muck this week. That's a great example of saying when the week started, I had an awesome calendar in place. All the things I wanted, the fundamentals were definitely there. But the execution has not been because I got thrown off the bus, right? I kicked off my own calendar and I'm trying to figure out how to get back on and make things work. So from that perspective, this is why a a flexible calendar will make sense. Guaranteeing success is the goal. That's the theory. I use that phrase quite a bit, right? Guarantee your success. The word guarantee is flexible, which is so unfortunate. It's such an ironic and terrible use of language, but it's the truth, right? We can't guarantee everything. What we can is guarantee the theory of everything. We could put things down on paper and say, at the very least, I have a plan That makes sense on paper. When real life kicks in, I'll do my very best to stay as close as possible to this ideal, knowing full well that life is messy and unpredictable and completely insane. And welcome to the real world. That's what these things are. And I'm completely fine with saying that as someone who values productivity, I also value reality. And I value and respect the fact that people have challenges that they can't see coming. Uh, that's been my life for a long time, and I'm sure it's yours as well in a variety of different uh, possibilities as well. So clarity on the calendar is necessary, but flexibility is just as important. Finally, fundamental number five is to get clarity on your resources. So do you have what you need at your disposal to start the project? I'm going to emphasize the word start here because resources for a project they're not necessary to have all of them upfront guaranteed at the start. You don't need everything right away. What you need is enough to begin. You need just enough to start where you are because anything that ever got done by anyone started somewhere. That person, that group, that company, they started with what they had and they worked from there. So you may believe that your ambitious goal is too ambitious, that it requires too much money, too much time, too many resources that you currently don't have. That's fine. You don't need all of it now. What you need is enough to begin now, enough to start on day one. That's it. So the fundamental here for any project or any goal is to acknowledge the fact that you do need some resources to start and do step one, but you already have them. You don't have to go get them because they're already at your disposal because you begin exactly where you are with what you have or do not have. And then you acquire more at future iterations of the project. That's how this works. Start now with what you have, even if it's nothing. (laughs) That's where it begins and you go from there. So now that we've outlined why your current system is struggling, we've outlined the fundamentals for any great project 
Let's now get to those four apps I promised you uh, to manage any project or achieve any goal. And I've already mentioned almost all of them so far. Uh, So this would be a nice test of your productivity knowledge. If you know the four I'm going to refer to, uh, this is not a surprise uh, pop quiz here. This is obvious stuff. Number one, the app that everyone needs to manage their projects, achieve their goals is a calendar. The thing I just mentioned, which is time-based task management. And I want to emphasize that because time-based is different than task-based. Years ago, when I first built out my own kind of first, you know, first drafts of my own productivity systems, I was asking myself those kinds of questions of what tools do I use and what service, what role do they play uh, for my goals? And what I was trying and testing for a long time was, can I just use a calendar? Or later on, years later, could I just use a task manager? Could I just use a a post-it note, right? Could I just simply rely on my brain to remember my whole life? These kinds of questions are important. And one thing you realize very quickly is the busier you are, the more that's going on, the more that these tools matter. And using them for how they're built is extremely valuable. So a calendar, being a time-based task manager, very clearly means that things that are on the calendar are things you have committed to, things that occur at a specific date, at a specific time, at a specific location. These are things you have said yes to, and this is more of the guaranteed I will be there no matter what scenario. Your calendar is sacred space. This is a very important uh, life lesson that I didn't catch on to for a long time, and I was really just kind of willy-nilly with my calendar. I would throw things on there, move them around. Like It was just it was constantly in flux in a really just like haphazard way. But I've now shifted to a calendar that is essentially more of the guaranteed success me- methodology I mentioned earlier, which is that I want to be sure that I treat my calendar with respect. And so when you think about your calendar, View it from that perspective. It is time-based task management, but more from that perspective of these are the things I have definitely said yes to. Now, obviously, if you can cancel things, postpone things, free up time for more important things, right? be more strategic, that's going to be awesome. But start on day one with this idea that your calendar represents your actual life because it does. And your time and how it's used That's the entire foundation for how you will produce results and get the goals accomplished you're after. This is your whole life. Your calendar is a representation of who you are, what you value, and what you're all about. So take your calendar seriously. The second app you need to manage any project or achieve any goal is your project and or task manager. Technically, these could be separated between multiple apps, uh, but the category is essentially the same, which is task organization, prioritization, delegation, and or schedulization. It's not a word, but I kind of like it. Uh, Essentially, your project and task managers are going to group your tasks together into projects that are organized by priority. Oftentimes, they're assigned to a specific person and then can then be scheduled uh, for a future task to be completed. In other words, you have these amazing abilities to organize things digitally that previously only existed through usually a paper notebook. Uh, There are people who still use paper only. I think they're kind of crazy, but that still does happen. Uh, In my world, 98%, let's say, of my life is digital and a few things are still paper and pen. Uh, Not very many. It's very few now. 
But essentially, if all of these tools are digital, the question then becomes, how do you use the best digital tools you can to group your life and your projects together to organize those projects and the individual tasks by priority, uh, to delegate if you need to, uh, to schedule those individual tasks on your calendar, and essentially asking the question, what is your core system to get stuff done, uh, specifically when it comes to here's the goal and here's the A to Z list we mentioned earlier, and here's the tool that's going to allow us to visually see that, move around the puzzle pieces, and make it happen. I view my project and task manager uh, system as probably the most vital part of this entire process. You know, the calendar is a reflection of these projects and tasks, right? It's a reflection of your values and your goals, uh, but the project and task manager category is kind of the core of saying, I'm working on this stuff right now. This is what my life means to me right now. My work means to me right now. And here's my approach to get those things done. Now, the third app you're going to need to manage your projects will be your file manager. Uh, This is the pretty obvious stuff of things like Google Drive, OneDrive, iCloud, Dropbox, your cloud-based file and data storage system. Uh, Essentially, it's information you need to readily access from any device you're on at any given time. Once again, assuming this is all digital and cloud-based, which, of course, is not just the future of technology. It's been that way for a while. Uh, Also, if you're not in a cloud-based system, Please do that now. Uh, Cloud is the way to go. Now, from that perspective, the question really is, which one works best for you? Which one can you build your life around? Uh, They're all fairly similar. Um, I'll get to which one I use here in a second. But the file manager is, of course, kind of the very practical, kind of boring, you know, files and folders to have your stuff together. Uh, As boring as it is, I find that stuff extremely exciting because it really does kind of reflect my system of organization? Do I know what matters? Am I distracted by old stuff? Do I have a system to filter through it? Uh, Can I search it? All these questions are very important because they will essentially guarantee that you're going to move through something efficiently and fluidly or whether you have those bottlenecks and those hangups because there's just too much stuff. And this goes back to the TV show of Hoarders where people have too much physical stuff in their homes Well, that hoarder mentality plays out for literally everybody I've ever met in the digital space. Most people do not have a good file management system. They view the cloud as a massive, infinite dumping ground of junk. Don't do it that way. There is possibly a theory to do it that way on purpose because you can search for everything. But I think the absolute best thing to do is to be intentional. Have a clear system of folders and hierarchies and periodically go through and review that system and ditch whatever you can. That's going to be a really core fundamental for you is to not just have a good file management system, but one that is well-kept, one that is clean and organized and clear for you and everyone else as well. And the fourth app you're going to need in your system, I say need here, this is kind of an optional category, but one that I view as very important is your notebook slash journal slash digital whiteboard. Essentially, this is a category for brainstorming new thoughts and ideas and having an inbox for all those ideas to show up so you can then process those things and include them into your current project management system. To say that another way, I use a task manager. I also use a digital notebook. I also have a physical whiteboard in my office. I also have paper and pen 
we have ways to record ideas in a thousand places, right? Odds are you can record lots of ideas in lots of ways all day, every day. And then because of that, this is the key here, you're going to get lost in your own massive number of possible ideas, especially if you're an idea person. If you read a lot, if you are ambitious and you pursue a lot of cool things, you're going to get ideas for everything. Now, you may not record those ideas and get them out of your head onto paper, but I think you should. And not just you should do it, but you should do it in an organized way or in a way that filters all of that stuff down to one key location. In this sense, it's a digital notebook, which could then transfer the best ideas from there into your task manager, project manager, calendar, etc. So from that perspective, you're asking the question, do I have a location in my personal life, in my professional life to write things down and not forget them and not lose them? A place where I can feel free to be unrestricted and have new possibilities and new ideas. And then I will filter those ideas later, pick out the best ones, ditch the rest. That's essentially what this category is all about. It's writing down, recording your best ideas, and then using them for later. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. So one more time on these four apps. Number one was your calendar. Number two, your project and or task manager. Number three, your file manager. And number four is your digital notebook. Having just discussed those, let's go through the major changes that I have made to my own system, and then I'll share with you all the apps I use every single day uh, to basically get all of my stuff done. So if you go back to those episodes of the podcast I discussed earlier about ditching Evernote for a program called DevonThink, well, just recently, and by recently I mean literally this week while I was sick, I decided to ditch DevonThink and move to a new set of tools to organize my life. So the major changes that I made was to revamp my digital notebook, my project manager, and my file manager in a way that's more synchronized, more simplistic, and a lot easier to work with. For the notebook aspect of things, I left DevonThink for Apple Notes. Apple Notes is an extremely simplistic note-taking app that's on the iPhone, on the Mac, on the iPad. It's everywhere. It's easy. It synchronizes with iCloud, so it's a very nice cloud-based 
a note-taking system to capture ideas, do brainstorming sessions, and have lots of, of data available. So if you're looking for a very, very simple, clean uh, notebook solution, Apple Notes is fantastic. There are lots of competitors to that out in the world. Uh, but if you want to just start with the basics on a Mac, that's the answer. If you're on a PC, I don't have an answer for you because I don't use a PC. Uh, but I'm sure there is a great notepad app available you could use there. The second area is the project manager. So in this case, I was using DevonThink on the Mac for that particular uh, set of, of management of my, of my ideas, but it was too clunky. I had the same problem with DevonThink that I had years ago with Evernote to a degree. Now, I still love DevonThink. I think it's way better than Evernote. However, what I was looking for was a system that'd be more clear, more synchronized, and would flow better for how I currently do most of my work, which means I left DevonThink for Google Docs. That's going to sound kind of weird because Google Docs is not a project management system at all. It's just like a Word document. It's just like a blank page. It's honestly no different than a digital notebook. So why would I do this? It's a great question. I essentially did this to manage my projects, This the complete list of all the steps, A to Z, with all the tasks included, uh, in a system that I'm comfortable with. And by comfortable, I mean formatting. I'm talking like bolding things and lists and using checkboxes and color coding and font sizes, really basic word formatting, word document formatting. Like it's weird how attached I am to that level of detail when it comes to writing things down, updating those things and using them for later. When I think about how I personally, me, Jeff Sanders, want to record an idea and then organize a bunch of ideas. My brain jumps to essentially what I learned when I was probably eight years old, which is how to use a Word document. And Google Docs is kind of the new cloud-based, better version of that, at least from my perspective. And it has a format that I am just like inherently, deeply comfortable with. If you grew up in a post-Microsoft Word world and there's an app that you love more or a format that fits you better, uh, I don't know, if you're 20 years younger than me and there's a better system for you today, then use that instead. The key here is comfortable, familiar, natural, don't swim upstream kind of thing. So the issue that I had years ago with Evernote and then what I ran into with DevonThink was that it wasn't me anymore. It wasn't how I do things. It wasn't comfortable anymore. And one thing that I can tell you that is absolutely true about productivity is that if you inherently build in distracting, obstacle, nonsense, like a bottlenecks in every direction, if everything feels clunky, just like that last sentence was, <laughs> if it's that clunky, it's not going to be fluid. You're not going to flow. You're not going to get things done. It's going to be awkward and ugh. So to avoid all of that, you want to build your life, if you can, if you have control over this, build your life and your systems around things that fit you for who you are. Now, to get a little more detail here on the tech, because I use Google Docs as a way to have my individual projects mapped out, well, Google Docs are linkable. It's literally a hyperlink you can then save for yourself to access from anywhere. 
So I can now actually bookmark my project list. I can link to them from any app that I happen to be in, uh, like my task manager or any future on email that I may write to someone. I can link directly to these documents, send them anywhere, share them as much as I want. The tech is inherently baked in to be accessible from any device, searchable from anywhere. Uh, it literally is everywhere I want it to be. So it's accessible. It's formatted well. It's easy to understand. The only awkward thing, like I just mentioned earlier, is that it's not, not a project management system. It's just a blank document. <laughs> so, so what do you do with that? And the answer is what I do, what I've always done, what fits me really well, the way my brain has learned to think. This is just, this is true here. I have learned to think in a linear fashion from the top to the bottom from step one all the way down. This is why I love checklists. This is why I do this podcast. This is why the 5A miracle exists is because this is how my brain works. And it works that way. I, I honestly believe in large part because I was taught this way at such a young age. And I just gravitated towards this way of thinking. So if I were to get a hold of um, apps that are more kind of that are non-linear, they're more spatial, they're more open, that are more just like, you know, free form and connect the dots and whatever, you know, 3D space you want to be in. All that to me just sounds like noise. I'm confused instantly when I hear those kinds of things. I think linearly. So if I have a system like a blank Word document or a blank Google Doc in this case, I can just start at the top, check my items one through 10 or whatever the number is and go from there. So once again, Lean on what you're great at, lean on what you feel good with, and let that be your best system. The third area that I changed was to dig into my file manager in a more consolidated way. So Google Drive, you know, speaking of Google Docs, Google Drive has always been my system to organize all of my stuff. And Google Docs live in Google Drive, right? They're files that live in this file management system. So for years now, I've had Google Drive as a way to organize all the files, the PDFs, the documents, but now it also organizes everything that I, I do, but all of it is there, which allows me to then see everything in one place. And that simplicity of organization means I'm not going to miss anything. It's all in one place. It's all right there. So duplications are removed. Awesomeness and, and execution and clarity is right there. It's all built in. Now, of course, you could have that with any cloud-based system. I just happen to use what is called now Google Workspace. It used to be the G Suite system from Google. Uh, Google Workspace is a business service uh, that allows you to have email, Google Docs, Google Drive, lots of cloud-based services. Um, I've used that now for years, and that's essentially what most of my life and business is based on are all those Google tools that come from that Google Workspace system. So, this comes back to the core of the, the fundamentals for any great project or any great system is you choose a few things you love and you just go all in. You just dive in, you consolidate, you simplify, and you use all the best that those tools have to offer. And when that happens, you're going to avoid what is so common, which is that you've said yes to so many apps for so many reasons, you can't find any of your stuff. It's all over the place, right? I've seen this so many times. And it's amazing to me people actually get anything done because their stuff is so sloppy. For lack of a better word, it's just sloppy. And whenever you have the opportunity to not have your system look like that and feel like that emotionally, when you have that clear visual sense of here it is, 
and just a few folders, a few files, a few ideas. They're right in front of me. Here we go. Oh, man, it's great. It's just so wonderful to have that sense of refreshing simplicity and clarity. And speaking of that, let me go back to that Google Docs example I said about my own project manager. Well, I'm currently working on one particular business project that's now outlined on one Google Doc. That single Google Doc is bookmarked in Chrome, my browser of choice, and it's right at the top, easily accessible. I can click on it at any given time and work on that project. I say that because what is pretty common, especially when your life is busy or your business is complicated, is you have too many options, too many bookmarks, too many projects, too many things to look through. Well, what if it was just one? What if it was just a single Google Doc? It's a few pages long at max. And everything is really right there. And all the rest of the noise is just not there anymore. It's been simplified. It's been archived. It's been deleted. It's been postponed. What I'm talking about here is a project management productivity lifestyle and system-based way of existing that is based on this ultra simplicity of one focus. You do one thing, you do it really well, and then you move on to the next one thing. And if that's all this is, and all of your tools and all your systems and all your devices, they all point in the same direction. They're all consolidated, going to the same place at the same time for the same reasons. That's when productivity shows up. That's when creativity shows up. Because all the things you need are right there. And you just do the one thing and then you move on. That's it. You know, overwhelm and stress and complication and all those feelings we get when life feels like it's just too much. Well, that's because it literally is too much. You're literally overwhelmed. The sense of being overwhelmed literally means you're trying to do too many things in a short time frame. Well, imagine if you weren't trying to do 85 things at once. You're just trying to do one thing, and the amount of time available fits that one thing, you're not stressed. You can't feel stress about it because it's just so easy. And the effortlessness of that is beautiful. And that's when success is, is just so readily available. That's when all of these benefits that I've been alluding to will show up in a beautiful way. Okay. I think you get the point I'm making here in a pretty clear way, that one sense of clarity. So let me wrap this up by discussing the few apps that I use every day. Speaking of simplicity, uh, these are the tools I use and rely on. I have discussed all of these at length on the show before, uh, but just at a high level, the calendar that I use each and every day is the very basic Apple calendar that comes on the Mac. Um, It's not fancy. It's very simple. It is color coded, uh, but it's, probably as simple as you could possibly imagine. And that's it. Number two, the task manager that I use is Nozbe, N-O-Z-B-E. You can learn a lot more at jeffsanders.com slash Nozbe. But that task manager for me has been my go-to for probably a decade now. Um, It's a very simple tool that I use for my smaller, individual, tiny tasks that I then focus on every day. These are not time-bound, by the way. A task manager for me are things that are basically just open to do whenever, as opposed to the calendar, which once again is time-based. My project manager of choice, like I just discussed, is a very simple Google Doc where I organize everything myself in a linear fashion in a variety of individual documents. 
Number four, my file manager, uh, once again, is Google Drive. So all my files and folders and documents are all organized there. Um, I do happen to use Dropbox on occasion specifically for sharing files. So I didn't discuss this earlier, but for me, Google Drive is a, a company-based system. So just me and my company, I have access to it. When I share things externally for somebody else, I will copy that stuff to Dropbox and then share from there. So all of my shareables are in one login system, which is very easy to organize. I know what I've shared, why I've shared it, and then on occasion, I'll delete those things. So if you want to try that as a strategy, I think it works pretty well. Number five, the notebook that I use, once again, is the Apple Notes app. It comes on the Mac only. Um, it's extremely simplistic. There are a thousand digital notebooks to choose from in the world. Um, all of them are great, except Evernote. Um, all of them are great, so just pick the one you love the most uh, and dig in. And finally, the email app of choice that I love and rely on all the time is called MimeStream. That's M-I-M-E-S-T-R-E-A-M, MimeStream. A very weird word, but a really awesome app. Um, it is specifically designed for Gmail users on the Mac. So if you don't use Google and you don't use a Mac, don't use both, it's not going to work for you at all. But if you do use a Gmail account on a Mac, it is amazing. Uh, this is the fastest possible email service I've ever seen right there. It's beautiful. Now, once again, I'll have links for all of those at jeffsanders.com slash 487 on the show notes page this week. And thank you so much for sticking with me this week. Um, it's always fun to record a podcast about tech and things that I love and use. Uh, it's also fun to hear about the tools that you use. I would love to hear if anything that I said this week struck a chord with you. Whether it's a, a new way to frame how you visualize project management or the tools that you actually want to use every day, whether it's personally or professionally or for your team, I think there's a lot to be said about the tools that we choose to use, how we use them, and whether that serves us and helps us achieve our goals in a more effective way, or whether it stands in our way and literally becomes an obstacle so we can't move forward. Both things can be true. And for me, I'm always working on trying to be more efficient to, to get my stuff done in a more you know, efficient manner, not just because I like efficiency and productivity, but because I value the things I'm working on. And that's, I think, a big differential between like a tech nerd versus someone who is like an achievement-focused nerd, right? I would much rather spend my time running a marathon, for example, as opposed to organizing my plan to run a marathon, right? There's a big difference between procrastination that comes from, you know, messing with your tech versus execution of doing the thing you set out to do. So if you have an awesome system or you have some ideas or questions for me, email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com. I would love to hear from you. And thank you once again. I apologize if my goofy illness ranting babbling uh, got in the way of the content this week. Um, I'll do my best to be healthy next week. And for the action step this week, I would like you to consolidate your tools to help you amplify your output. The fewer tools you use, the more you can get done. When everything you need exists in fewer places, you can eliminate duplication, you can streamline your workflow, and you can get to what matters faster. It sounds simple enough, but it takes practice to execute at a high level. 
So start today with one less app in your arsenal. Do more with less. Once again, jeffsanders.com slash 487 is the place to go for episode notes. And of course, subscribe to and or follow this podcast at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any app you're choosing to use for podcasts. That's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.